Will and Christian in the morning. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Will and Christian in the morning. Today, a very packed episode. <laughs> a lot of a lot of information coming. Um, but before all that, I'm Will, and I'm Christian. So before we delve into everything we're gonna talk about, um, how's your week been, Christian? Uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, you know, finals week. Um, I'm pretty much done. I just have one more. I'll probably take today, hopefully, because it's due tomorrow at midnight. Because I I've had like a long time to do this, just marketing. But mm-hmm. all my other ones felt good. I mean, I don't think I think only one of them a grade was released. And that was fine, and the other three I don't know. But I felt pretty fine with finals. But uh, this last one I think is going to be pretty easy, and I'm just glad to be like done because i'm just so done with this semester it's gonna be excuse me wow uh it's gonna be a nice break uh but yeah pretty good how about you yeah it's been similar like finals week sucks um but i am officially done with all mine i had a couple like one of them was due is due tonight at eleven fifty nine, but i just kind of got it out of the way yesterday because i didn't feel like doing it today and then i also had the similar marketing exam we had the same professor and i i did that um on thursday i think because also I, someone had told me it wasn't bad so i wanted to knock it out i can tell you it's not too bad um yeah, you'll be all right um Thank you. but it does feel nice to be done with school but now that means like i have a bunch of cleaning and stuff i have to do at home and a lot of, like I have to go get an oil change. Like a bunch of other real life stuff is now cropping up, but yeah. It's definitely nice to have that break. And as far as like how I did on finals, I think I I think I did pretty well. There's like one or two that uh, we'll see. But um otherwise I'm I am also just done with the semester. And I know it's probably not gonna be much different next semester, but I'd like to dream that it that it will be. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, yeah the uh just last night the uh the u.s just approved the pfizer vaccine and now it's gonna be the distribution is gonna start to the first phase it's like the healthcare workers and the senior citizens so uh i'm a little optimistic i'm cautiously optimistic for next semester and next year but uh we'll see yeah hopefully it seems like things are starting to maybe change for the better um but before we have a big topic today um and before we get into that we have a little bit of pre-show news but not as much as usual um so every week we've been talking about the mandalorian and yesterday was the second to last episode there's only one more left christian what did you think of it i thought it was a very good episode um I was talking to uh shout out James Hillerberg about this episode last night and he was saying that uh there wasn't really a lot of big story things and he thought this was sort of like a stationary episode that didn't really move the plot along a lot but I thought that you know this is the the penultimate episode in the previous episode big things the return of Boba Fett uh Grogu gets captured so this episode was Mando and his crew going to get Mayfield, uh, which is Bill Burr's character from that one episode, to sort of get into an Imperial base, uh, use a like a comm thing and figure out where Moff Gideon's uh, destroyer is so they can go rescue Grogu. So that was, 
I feel like there's not really much more plot moving that you could do other than that before the last episode because we're gonna have probably a lot of big things in the final episode. But I thought this was a really good episode. I liked a lot of the dialogue between Mayfield and Mando. Mayfield talking about, you know, like, oh, we all have these values that we stick to, but we break them as soon as things get tough. And he was talking about, like, the whole, you know, Mando never uh, removes his helmet or shows his face, but he took off his armor and disguised as a stormtrooper. Um, and then, I guess, spoiler, if you haven't seen it, but I'm sure you have by now. Um, he takes off his helmet to do a face scan, so we see his face, and Mayfield sees his face, and a bunch of other Imperials see his face. So, I thought it was sort of interesting going into, like, Mando's character, like what's he really all about like he has these values the code this is the way but for grogu he's like kind of breaking things so i think it's very interesting it was a very good episode what do you think yeah i agree it was it wasn't i wouldn't say it's filler because it it still did progress the story and Mm -hmm. but it was definitely more of like a character episode than like a plot episode because you like you see a lot more how far mandalorian's willing to go to like save his his son um like i don't think in the first season he would have taken off his helmet except for like that one part where he kind of had to like i feel like he wouldn't be as willing and here like he's kind of hesitant at first but then when it comes down to it he just like whips it off he's like all right whatever it's fine um but it was also like really interesting to see like when he's in the stormtrooper armor and like when he takes his helmet off he looks so uncomfortable (laughs) Um, like pedro pascal i think did a really good job of making him feel like less confident when he's not in his armor um and then there was there was a cool moment um where they're sitting at the table with like an imperial officer and mayfield talks about something called operation cinder which uh is another i'm assuming this is like dave filoni or someone threw this in um uh it's a callback to the star wars battlefront 2 game uh that came out a few years ago in that campaign like you play as an imperial officer doing like carrying out operation cinder which was like this plan after the empire fell and it was literally like a throwaway line or something that like you wouldn't need to know to talk about but that's like another extra thing if you like if you watch this other thing like you get some more out of it which i think we've seen a lot of in this season of the show which i thought was really cool yeah. But, yeah. Um I also just want to say I love Bill Burr as Mayfield. I think he's really funny. Like one of the first uh, early on in the episode, um he's like being taken to Slave One to go and then Boba Fett walks down and he sort of like uh does like a double take. He's like, "Oh, sorry. I thought you were this other guy." And then, you know, referring to Mando and then Mando walks down, which I thought was really funny and um, I just think Bill Burr as Mayfield is really funny. But good episode definitely um and i'm very excited for the final episode which we will see next week yeah but uh all right uh here's a story that i think is very interesting that i want to talk about so we got chance the rapper musician you know whatever uh so his former manager is suing him for about three million dollars in lost commission so uh, i think this is a very interesting story so chance the rapper released this album I don't even know when, like maybe last year, called The Big Day. It was his first studio album. The other three albums that he had released are like mixtapes, sort of like working by himself. This is his first full-length album. 
and it wasn't really that good. There was a lot of hype behind it, and a lot of people did not like it. Um, so the you, he had like a a tour that he was going to do, and he had to cancel it because people didn't really want to go because they didn't really like the album and the album didn't sell well so recently chance the rapper fired his manager because the big day was not received well so now his manager is suing him for the three million dollars he would have made up uh well he would have made in commission under his contract and he revealed some very interesting bits about the album he said that chance set the release announced the release date for the album before having worked on it at all he said a lot of the studio sessions were really unproductive and there were a lot of people hanging around the studio that didn't really care about the music or the album and that a lot of it was just sort of what he called freestyle garbage <laughs> um and now Ch uh chance fired him because the album wasn't received well and that's somehow the manager's fault and the lawsuit itself is also interesting because apparently it was just an oral agreement. And I learned in my legal environment of business class that an oral agreement doesn't really constitute as a contract. So, you know, the lawsuit might not even go through. And it was just sort of like a crappy thing of Chance to do to fire his manager. But it's just kind of funny that Chance has sort of fallen down since then because, like, I used to really like him, but I lost a little respect for him because, like, people teenagers on twitter would like roast him about the album he just like started blocking people and then like he you know he fired his manager because his album wasn't good so it's just a very interesting story and we'll see how it develops but it was very i was like kind of wow you know at these reveals about the album just, i didn't really like it but i didn't know it had this kind of history i guess that makes me wonder like just all the behind the scenes stuff that goes on in like making your favorite things. Like I'm sure there's stuff mm -hmm. like this on things that are like successful too. Like it's, mm -hmm. that's definitely like interesting to think about, but I'm, mm -hmm. I might look into this more cause that's that, like, I want to see if there's any like more to the story. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it's very interesting. Maybe I'll have to check out the album to see how, what I think of it. <laughs> um, but, yeah. um, so just this past week, live action mulan released to all disney plus subscribers because before it was you had to pay 30 dollars to watch it but now it's been a few months so it's it's out for everyone and i watched it and it was okay um <laughs> it wasn't that good um it, I'm shocked there's a lot of things like i found it enjoyable to watch but i also turned my brain off when i watched it because it was like late at night i was like i'm bored i want to watch something oh hey look mulan's on here let's watch this and i went online after and i kind of turned my brain on after and then started seeing things wrong with it um there's a lot changed from the original like there's no mushu there's um there's no singing. Like they have a couple of the songs in the score. Like Reflection is a big one to play during like a big moment, but there's no singing. Uh, and a lot of the characters are different. Like Li Shang is replaced by like an older guy who's teaching everyone the military stuff. And the three like friends that Mulan has in the army are 
they're kind of there but barely and they're all like none of them are distinct at all and then they've added this new character who's kind of like a sort of love interest but then spoiler like nothing happens with him um that she's kind of like friends with but the biggest thing that a lot of people had issues with is and i kind of agree is from the start of the movie mulan is basically a jedi um the, the first scene in the movie is her as a kid like running across rooftops and doing all these crazy oh. martial arts moves and so the whole like conflict of the story is that her parents want her to like hide her ability and be like a good wife in the future when she gets matched with someone and that's like very different from the movie where she has to learn all of her like combat skills when she goes into the military uh and so when she goes it's basically her being really good at everything but she just has to hide it um like there's there's scenes where she jumps into the air and kicks a spear into a dude's chest Uh, like actually it's pretty cool but (laughs) um it doesn't really make sense and the actress who plays mulan also like is not a very good actress i don't think like there's she's she has like two faces that she makes and oh just like Qui-Gon. Yeah, like not a lot of emotion. Um there's even a joke at the beginning of the movie where she's like all in the makeup to go to the matchmaker and she's joking with her sister, she's like, This is my happy face, this is my confused face, and they're all the same. But that's what she does the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like it's kind of accidental self aware humor. Yeah. Um there's the, yeah and then like there's this female villain who's like supposed to be the foil to mulan i guess but her story doesn't make any sense because she's like this all-powerful witch who's working for the lead like bad guy because she wants to like get power but then she's strong enough that she could just do it without him At, like there's a lot of weird things um that's weird and like the movie's longer than the original, but it feels like they don't add anything. Like it's there's a lot more like large scale battles, which is cool, and there's a lot of really good looking shots mixed with a lot of really bad looking CG shots. Oh, I don't know. Like it's just a weird mix. I'd say watch it if you don't have anything else to do, and maybe like have a drink while you're watching it, <laughs> um, because I don't know. It was. I liked it better than Beauty and the Beast. Mm. And I think I liked it better than Lion King too. Interesting. But that's also not saying much. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't really planning to watch it anyway, but I think from that description, it kind of doesn't really sound appealing. Yeah. But it also kind of sounds like funny. Like... But that, like, I'm making it sound more, like, entertaining, funny, like, bad funny to watch than it actually is. Like, it's, I, I there know. are some, like, boring, like, it takes itself very seriously, <laughs> which, I don't know. Like, there's parts of it I liked, but, and I like that they did things differently than the, like, it's really, it's pretty different from the, the animated movie, but it's, I don't know, it's not as good. Ming-Na Wen is, has a cameo, though, at the end, which is cool. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, that's probably the best part. <laughs> um, but, yeah. That's my uh, well. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. All right. Uh, next little thing that I want to talk about. I want to talk about the 
quote-unquote feud kind of between Playboy Cardi and Mario Judah. So Playboy Cardi, rapper, talks kind of like a baby voice. <laughs> Mario Judah, kind of new on the scene. He did that one song that is on TikTok a lot. It's called Die Very Rough. That's like the, oh my, oh my, I found you. Mm-hmm. Don't you run from me, little... Mm-mm. Okay. N-word, whatever. But he is sort of... I don't know if I want to say exploding onto the scene, but like he's making big strides. Like Die Very Rough blew up, and he's kind of like a meme, but also like I kind of really like him because all of his songs are just kind of like screaming, like "Ah, I'm gonna kill you." (laughs) There's like there's once in Die Very Rough is a very interesting song to listen to because like his vocals are good and the beat is good, but also he's like there's this one line where he's like he basically says like like you're too it's too late i'm gonna kill you and your whole family's gonna be sad what it's like it's like kind of funny to listen to but also like i don't know i i I don't know it's he's cool but so basically playboy cardi has been talking about this album that he's supposed to release called whole lot of red apparently he's been talking about it for two years and he keeps talking about it on twitter like with like this past month or whatever he's been like hinting at it. he's like whole lot of red's finally gonna release so you know week after week people were expecting it to drop and it didn't so then mario judah comes in and he takes to twitter and he says playboy cardi if you don't drop whole lot of red on this day at midnight i'm gonna drop it for you at 1201 so mm-hmm. everyone's like what are you talking about so I guess he was going to do his own kind of version of a whole lot of red. So then eventually, and of course, and Playboy Cardi throughout this whole thing does not respond to Mario Judah at all. So I don't even know if he knows what's happening. So time passes. Mario Judah is like, your time is up. Playboy Cardi. If you don't drop it um, on this day, I'm going to drop the first track. So then Playboy Cardi does not drop it. And Mario Judah drops this track called Bi Ya, and it is a song. It doesn't sound like him at all. He's doing, like, the baby voice that Playboy Cardi does. And I gotta say, I like the song. It's really funny. So he's like, that's the first track from Whole Lotta Red. And then flash forward to yesterday, when Playboy Cardi was, again, supposed to release it. Uh, Mario Judah says, if you don't drop it at this, you know, this night, I'm gonna drop it for you. So then he doesn't drop it, and then Mario Judah says, okay, I'm going to release it at this time. That time comes, it doesn't release, Bro. and we're like, you know, what's going on? And then he says later on Twitter, it's like, man, should I really do this? Should I drop this right now? And then last night, I think it was maybe like 12.30 or 1 in the morning, he dropped four songs on YouTube, and he said it was Whole of Red Part 1. And they're all Bia is one of them because he like really says a single or whatever. So, but there were three new songs, all sung as this Playboy Cardi, uh, baby voice. And I don't know. I really like the songs, but I just thought this whole thing, like it seemed like it was a meme at first, but then he actually re- that Mario Judah actually released like four new songs in the style of Playboy Cardi, which I thought was really really funny so i like the it's like a meme that sort of turned into a real thing which we'll touch on in a little bit but i thought that was really really 
weird, funny, and I don't know. I really like Mario Judah now. He's really funny, and he makes pretty good music. But well, I kind of wanted to tell that story. I thought it was really, really weird and funny and it's just kind of a hilarious situation yeah that's that's hilarious i'm probably gonna check both of them out because i've <laughs> i don't like i haven't heard them before but i want to see how this guy imitates the other one oh, um like so, if you didn't know who mario judah was and you just listened to the track i think you would probably think it's playboy cardi like it sounds it doesn't sound like mario judah at all it sounds a lot like playboy cardi huh. very cool right. I'll have to take a look. Um, <laughs> some new, actually, let's put this in the next section. But I'll do the last one because um, this is kind Speaking of part of, of the memes section. turning into real things. Um, yeah. So big trend on TikTok. Maybe maybe my favorite TikTok trend recently has been Ratatouille the musical. <laughs> um, so basically, people have been writing songs for a hypothetical Ratatouille musical and getting in costume and like some people making sets and like doing choreography and a lot of them are really good um mm -hmm. there's a specific song called the rat's way of life that like a 17 year old kid wrote that is so good and like i feel like would actually be in a musical if it existed and everyone's like let's get it to broadway let's get disney to notice us uh disney has like acknowledged that they like on their social media they've like made jokes about it playbill released a like playbill cover of what the show would be and it's like remy the rat as the dish ratatouille on a fork so it's like shaped like him and then there's steam coming off it in the shape of a chef's hat um like, pe like there's uh, people who are like we can actually do this like we're gonna get this done and now yesterday or two days ago it was announced that ratatouille the musical will be on broadway kind of for one night only january 1st 2021 they showed a picture of like a marquee on broadway with the ratatouille like logo on it but uh it's gonna be a virtual event with like broadway actors and tiktok i guess people who helped with like the musical on tiktok they're going to be doing like a virtual concert of it it seems like and it's going to like you can buy tickets for it and it's going to benefit the actors fund so at least to some extent the meme has become a reality which i think is mm -hmm. incredible i don't think i'm going to go to the concert but um so it's like a virtual event yeah they weren't really clear like there's a tiktok video there's a verified account for the musical on tiktok and then a video where it's like they showed the outside of the theater, but it's a virtual event, so I don't. Maybe they'll do it like with no audience or something, but it's not. It's not like they're gonna make a set or anything, and I don't know what songs they're gonna use or who they're gonna get on. Like they really haven't given a lot of details, but it's happening. <laughs> One thing I will say: if they don't have Kevin Chamberlain as Chef Gusteau, I don't want it. I know. I don't know if you saw yet. that. Did you Did you see his song? Anyone can cook. Oh, that was I like just him singing it i'm like i don't see anyone else that could like do the role for the, this musical but him and i love it i agree um yeah but, like it's... this just like this just shows like the immense talent of some people and kind of relates back to um our tiktok episode when we were just sort of talking about how these trends can sort of pop up and like 
like look what happened like the whole community came together um and they kind of sort of wrote an entire musical and it's kind of good and it's good <laughs> like I've, I've listened to like a lot of the songs they're like this is a song that um you know uh the girl what's the girl's chef's name colette colette this is like it's like a tango song that colette would sing teaching linguini how to cook and like there's a song that like remy's dad's gonna sing it was really good and just like if you look it up on youtube somebody kind of compiled all the little clips together to make the official soundtrack quote unquote so if you look up ratatouille musical official soundtrack you can find like a big compilation of a bunch of the songs from throughout tiktok but i think this is just an amazing thing i also saw someone make the overture and the curtain call like sheet music on like people (laughs) like they made everything (laughs) oh i love this this is what happens when you give theater kids time to do things they just create some amazing things and crazy yes all right so main topic big thing what do we talk about will so yesterday was it yesterday i'm going crazy i think it was yesterday friday wait no it wasn't it was on thursday right oh my god really it was thursday yeah thursday thursday um the 10th yes thursday was the disney (laughs) investor call so this is the call that they do to usually like update investors on like how the company's doing how they've grown um and that's what it was for the first like hour but the rest of the night was spent announcing updates and new projects uh, and showing some like new footage of some things that are coming, which I don't think they've done to this extent in the past. I think this is partially like because of COVID. Um, like, I don't know, just the sheer amount of things that were announced that night. I went in expecting very little because people were like keep your expectations in check like they're not gonna show new trailers for everything they're not gonna they're not gonna announce like everything um but they kind of (laughs) did there's Um, there's a lot to talk about here strapping folks we're breaking down pretty much everything not national geographic not national geographic like cool things but like will smith lava oh that was cool the that's hot that's hot but uh, we got a lot to talk about, so here we go. Uh, do you want to start? Sure. Um, so after like Hulu, which we're also kind of skipping over, um, they talked a lot about Lucasfilm and Star Wars. So they had Kathleen Kennedy come on, um, and kind of announce all of the shows and movies and projects that are coming. So the first big one that they mentioned was a new show that's coming to Disney Plus called Rangers of the New Republic. Um, She didn't give a lot of information about what it's going to be about, but it's going to take place post like Return of the Jedi when the New Republic is fully formed, but before it falls to the First Order. So like that (laughs) extremely short time period where things are okay. Um, And this is one of the shows that combined with a few other shows are going to kind of lead to it seems like Star Wars versions of Star Wars's version of Netflix, like Defenders, Marvel stuff. Um, it seems like they're all going to kind of connect at one point. But um, what's the next show, Christian? Or what do you think of that? I don't know. Um, I mean, like you said, there wasn't really a lot of information given, but I think 
Like, I'm interested, like, obviously the Mandalorian has been really, really good. So I think sort of exploring that sort of post-Return of the Jedi, like the New Republic, but like the Empire's still kind of there, but then also the First Order is forming, because back in The Force Awakens, they're just sort of like, boom, the First Order is here. I kind of want to see how the First Order sort of rose up, which might be touched on at some point in The Mandalorian, but I don't know, this show looks interesting. But uh, another show that I am really excited for is an Ahsoka Tano spinoff show. So it is going to be a spinoff, a live-action spinoff of The Mandalorian, I guess. So And it's about Ahsoka, starring Rosario Dawson, um, during the time of Mandalorian, I guess. So I'm thinking it's going to be post-Rebels, but also, like, so it's just her sort of going around because in that one episode she was like finding that lady and then she was like where is grand admiral thrawn so this seems to be post rebels maybe uh she's looking for thrawn um i feel like that might be what the show is about but i'm very excited for that so we will see yeah it's um i'm definitely hyped but the only thing is that I think this means that I have to watch through all of Rebels now. Um, well, I, it's yeah, okay. I've I That's... keep hearing different things. Like I know you said you didn't think it was very good. I've heard people say it's like really good after a certain point and blah blah blah. But like, I know that if I watch it, I'm not gonna want to skip anything. So mm. if I watch it, I'm gonna watch the whole thing. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, it's it's not great. It's not nowhere near Clone Wars, but like, it's not terrible. It just sort of, like, gets in a slump sometimes. But, like, when it's good, it's, like, pretty good. Okay. It, it's So it's, like, worth watching, I think. I've heard that it doesn't get... I've heard it never gets as good as the best Clone Wars or as bad as the worst Clone Wars. Like, I've heard uh, it's just pretty average. I can... I think I could say that. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I'll get to it eventually. I have to finish Clone Wars first. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's very exciting. Um... Mm-hmm. There was also they showed some most of the Star Wars stuff they didn't Star Wars stuff Star Wars stuff they didn't show any footage or they sh- like put it behind the investor wall so that like or the press wall so we couldn't see it. Um, one of the ones that they did show was some stuff about the Cassian Andor show, which right before the footage came on, I told Christian I was like, Ugh, like I don't really care about Cassian Andor, who's from Rogue One. If you haven't seen it. Uh, and then they showed a bunch of cool stuff in the trailer. <laughs> and Christian was like, um, what about you not being interested? This looks awesome. It does look awesome. So I guess my mind has changed, but I'm still not really sure like what the show is going to be about. Yeah, I think it's going to be... So the director was the guy who directed the Bourne, like the Jason Bourne movies. So I think it's going to be that sort of like, kind of like a spy thriller kind of thing, which sounds really interesting. Okay. So I'm excited for that but we'll see. Um, Big news about the Kenobi show, uh, which is now called Obi-Wan Kenobi instead of just Kenobi. Uh, It's going to start filming, I think, in January? Maybe February? Uh, But the big, big reveal, Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader. Oh, my God. And that is so, so exciting. Because uh, Deborah Chow is headlining it. She made some really, really good episodes of The Mandalorian. Probably some of the best. Um, I don't know exactly how this will work. I'm thinking flashbacks. Um, with, like, Anakin and Obi-Wan. 
but there's not really a lot of information on the show. It's going to take place after Revenge of the Sith, 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. So um, Obi-Wan has been in the deserts of Tatooine probably for a good long time at this point because it's yeah i think it's 19 years between uh revenge of the sith and a new hope yes i'm correct so this is like we're like at the halfway point and luke's like so, 10 or 9 yeah so maybe we'll see young luke skywalker i don't know i'm really really excited for the show hayden christensen coming back that's really really exciting we'll see yes um i really like anakin <laughs> skywalker so like i want to see flashbacks People, yeah, people are like, how are they going to do this? He, like, some are saying that it'll be, like, there might be stuff where, like, you, like, they're showing Vader stuff, and it's James Earl Jones talking, but then, like, he takes off the mask to meditate or something, and it's Hayden Christensen, um, or, like, takes off the suit. People, I know there's people who don't want Obi-Wan and Darth Vader to meet at all during the series, because, um... In A New Hope, like, when they fight on the Death Star, he's like, last time I was the learner and now I'm the master. So, like, people don't want to break that continuity. Um, mm-hmm. But Kathleen Kennedy did say that Darth Vader would be turning for the rematch of the century, which I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. But I'm fine. I don't really care if they meet. I just want to see cool stuff with Obi-Wan I- <laughs> um, yeah. Give me all the fan service. But, I'm so excited. Um, so I think other people were like, maybe Obi-Wan will be like hallucinating or he'll have like visions of Anakin like on Tatooine, mm-hmm. which would be kind of cool also. But I saw people are people are really excited online, but then there's a bunch of news outlets, or at least a couple who are like, fans are mad that Hayden Christian, Christensen is back. And I, I saw, don't think anybody is no, mad about that. I, I saw a meme where it was like, Fans are mad that Hayden Christensen is back, and then it's Sandy from SpongeBob saying, "No, we ain't." Like, <laughs> no one's unhappy about this that I know of. Um, yeah, I'm so very exciting. Yes. Um, the Bad Batch TV show—they talked a little bit more about that. It's kind of like a Clone Wars spinoff, I guess. Same like animation style, and they showed a trailer for it, which. I don't know anything about them because I haven't gotten that far in Clone Wars, but from the looks of it, it looked pretty cool. Um, it looks I don't know. really, really cool. I'm very, I was a little like, not really like hesitant. I was just sort of like, uh, how's this show going to work? Um, but I am very excited for this. It looks really, really cool. We're going to have another show in that sort of Clone Wars style. There's this one little bit that shows up there's like someone in like a mask with like only their eyes showing and some people think that's fennec shand from mandalorian oh yeah i have no idea how that's gonna work i don't that would be weird i don't know how that would work well ming no one doesn't age so it would make sense in the the show (laughs) that's true you're right um but you know obviously having watched the Bad Batch. The Bad Batch was just a, a four-episode arc from the seventh season of Clone Wars. Now they're getting their own spinoff. It's about Clone Force 99, which is um, a couple clones who have um, who sort of like mutated, but they're like desirable mutations. So one's like really strong, one's a really good sharpshooter, etc., etc. Um, but it's really, really cool and I'm excited to see this show. Yeah, and I think it's coming pretty soon. I don't remember when they said. I I don't remember either, but we'll see. Um, Then we got Visions, which I don't really remember too much about it. 
it, it looks like sort of an anthology kind of show in like an anime style yeah thing. they said know, it was like talk more about that. they i think they said it was going to be like a different like different animators for each episode or something like that but definitely i think they were going toward like the japanese art style which i think that'd be cool for star wars because as of Very now cool. we've just had like either live action or sometimes janky computer animation <laughs> um and like a little bit of 2d stuff but for the most part like we haven't seen something like this so i'm definitely interested yeah um cool. they announced a lando calrissian show which got both of us excited mm-hmm. i'm not sure if it's going to be donald glover or billy d williams because billy d williams loves playing lando in like every star wars piece of media that exists yeah. um <laughs> So this was a rumor I heard a while back before this was like officially announced. Spoiler I heard that secret. they were going to make no, I'm just that kidding. no, I just <laughs> it. But there was a rumor that there was going to be a Lando show, which there is. Uh, it was going to be like probably something like adult Lando telling Janna from Rise of Skywalker, who like might be his daughter or whatever. It would be Billy D. Williams sort of narrating it, but Donald Glover starring in it. And then some people think that Donald Glover is starring in it because last month, Donald Glover, who never tweets out anything, had a whole day of tweeting where he announced like a new album coming. But he said there was um, something like there's a lot more magic coming soon y'all thought i was hot in 2018 so some people think magic disney and then 2018 2018 was when solo came out uh some people think that's just about the about his music because i think he dropped something in 2018 wasn't that this is america Uh, oh yeah this is america was released in 2018 so i think that sort of would make sense that y'all thought it was hot i don't know how well that holds up but like I would be very excited to see Donald Glover return, obviously. Um, I don't know how it's going to be, but we'll see. And it, it might be animated. They didn't say, but I heard some people saying it could yeah, be animated, which it, could be cool. They showed a trailer, but it was just for investors. Oh. I just want to point out, Disney, I own a share of Disney. <laughs> Why can't I see the trailers? I'm an investor. Why can't I see the trailers? Yeah, gonna, we need... Gonna get a, a letter sent and to you why don't we have a press pass we're will and christian in the morning yeah like, we're like we should be at the front press. of the line <laughs> come, on, come on guys like disney come on come on, come on. We're gonna be hearing <laughs> from our legal team yeah our lawyers will be in touch <laughs> okay moving on so there's another show that was announced called the acolyte 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 which is a mystery thriller set in the high republic which is pre-prequels this is before episode one this is like their new sort of star wars era that they're hyping up with a bunch of comics and stuff i'm interested in seeing this um it's like a mystery thriller that'll be cool will darth Plagueis show up maybe maybe not i'm kind of interested to see i kind of want a show with no established characters and this is so far in the past that it could maybe work just do like brand spanking new people I want to see new characters. I agree. I we'll see. think I think they're gonna find a way to put Yoda in it though, because he would only be like seven hundred at that point. Uh, only seven hundred, <laughs> um, as opposed to nine. Yeah, true. But but, but young adult Yoda actually it'd be like middle aged Yoda. But um, 
there's enough we have enough yoda to go around right now for sure i'm yeah i'm definitely i think it's like definitely sith based they said so like very cool it'll be cool seeing something from <coughs> that point of view which we don't usually see um another one they announced was star wars a droid story which i feel like is half the episodes of the clone wars um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep um <coughs> Uh, I forget exactly what it's going to involve, but I know like C-3PO and R2 are going to be a big part of it because when are they not ever? Um, <laughs> I I like C-3PO and R2, but do we really? I don't think I we think really I'm, need I'm this. getting kind of sick of 3PO and R2. I think this is probably going to be more of like a kids show, like targeted more towards kids, okay. which I think is good. That's but true. like, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but the pretty big Star Wars news, they announced the next movie. Uh, it's going to be called Rogue Squadron, which is the name of Luke's squadron that he flew with on the Death Star run and on the Battle of Hoth and they do a oh, bunch of other stuff. Um, and it was named after Rogue One from Rogue One. Uh, Patty Jenkins is going to be directing, who and she directed both Wonder Women wonder woman movies and i heard the new one is very good um i'll be watching both soon so first one's uh, pretty good yes uh so that's exciting news um obviously like a female director is like kind of a big deal and that's good that you know the directing is diverse and all that and i'm excited for to see what patty jenkins can do with it uh so i'm excited for this movie yeah i think they they showed a clip or something of that and also it was behind a wall so we didn't get to see it we'll see if anything leaks but um we'll see but yeah so there's another movie that's being worked on uh with taika waititi directing uh we don't really know anything about it yet but anything from him i'm excited for um he also directed a couple mandalorian episodes which have been really good and played ig11 um i'm kind of glad that star wars is moving more towards tv because i think a lot of people think that it works better as a tv show than as like a movie series just because there's more time to like flesh things out and bring in Mm -hmm. characters from other stuff without it feeling like crammed in yes um so i think it's definitely nice to see all these movies like there's still gonna be movies but they're maybe not the focus anymore yes which is very cool and i'm glad that you know, Rogue Squadron and whatever Taika Waititi is working on. It seems like they're going to be sort of the, like, a Star Wars story type movies, because I think we definitely need a break from the main kind of trilogy after Rise of Skywalker. <sighs> just like, the Skywalker saga is done. Let's just take a break and do some other stuff. So I'm happy that they're doing that. Yeah. Uh, next announcement, moving away from Star Wars, a couple little General Lucasfilms announcements. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 will be the final Indiana Jones movie with Harrison Ford returning. I finally quotes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything about this movie. Um James Mangold who wrote or who directed Ford versus Ferrari, which I heard was good but I didn't get to see, is directing this movie. Um I really I I don't know, like he, he's Harrison Ford's old King of the Crystal Skull wasn't really that good. I don't know. That movie doesn't exist. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll see. Am My... I really excited? 
not really am I going to see it? Probably, because I love Indiana Jones, but... I still need to watch 2 and 3, like... You haven't seen... No. 2, two whatever, but, like, you haven't seen Last Crusade? I haven't, but I've played the Lego yeah. game, so I know what happens. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I just never got around no, to it. No, we're we're going to be doing when we get back. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, I My biggest question is if Mutt Williams, Indiana Jones' son, is returning. Because... <laughs> You can't not have Indiana Jones without Mutt Williams. Um, <laughs> I think you can, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, there was also an announcement. There is a Willow Disney Plus series coming with Warwick Davis coming back to play the role. I've never seen Willow, but I think it's a George Lucas movie. Um, and I don't really know what it's about, but <laughs> they announced it, so we're talking about it. Um, do you know anything I do not. I think Willow is like sort of a beloved movie, I guess, and this series is just sort of picking up where the movie left off. Uh, yeah, I know I it's like a it, fantasy movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Ha ha ha! Uh, so another big announcement: a brand new IP, which seems pretty cool. It's called the. Ch- it's called Children of Blood and Bone. It's about a young African girl's quest to restore magic to the Magi, as in, like, the the Jesus' birth Magi? I don't think so. Um... <laughs> magi meaning, like, kings or whatever. So, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty excited to see, like, a new IP. So It's based it's off a book, but it's a pretty recent book, too. Um, yeah, I don't know. They didn't say much about it besides that. Or like who's gonna be it or anything, but I'm always down for new, not rehashed things, which was a kind of a uh, a pattern of the investor call, <laughs> as we can get into later. So that's all of the Lucasfilm Star Wars news. That was a lot. I feel like we talked about a lot and we still have a lot more to talk about, but uh, for the sake of time, we're going to end it here. We're going to do some more episodes in the coming days and maybe release them all at once. So we're, this is going to be like a multi-episode discussion of this one investor call because <laughs> there's just so much happening. Um, so that's going to be it for today. That's going to be our star Wars news. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram at WC in the morning. Follow us on YouTube, or subscribe to us on YouTube, Will and Christian in the morning, and you know, keep on listening. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Rate five stars. Rate five stars. Um, and we'll see you next time when we'll talk more Disney stuff. Yeah. So keep on keep a lookout. Bye. Right. Bye, guys.